Bobcast with Old Bay Brigade, hosted by Rooster and the Villain. I feel like I'm underdressed. Oh, look, oh, look at that. That fucking now, red Kaylin's army the shit. the only loser. Look at that. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, Kalen. Uh, dude, dude, I look like a fucking I'm, Ronald McDonald thing going yeah, on. I'm an odd man out now. I'm the one without a kit. I feel so underdressed. I mean, fucking, the listeners won't hear it, but <laughs> now I know. fucking Olive and York mystery kit got me dirty this time. <laughs> oh, and why? Of course, the old Bay Brigade kit on myself. Very nice one with the Maryland flags. Oh, dude, see you. See you with that uh, free giveaway hat. Oh yeah, yeah. I did take this home in the end. Sorry, Bobcats. I uh, I took the liberty of taking the winter hat. And I will say, Kalen, Black Friday, that was a good time. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming out with the squad. They, they the Bobcats came and put up a full booth. They showed out with a bunch of jerseys and uh, shirts and stuff, and we had some fun with those top bins contests. And it was a crowd. Did, any, did anybody get to wear one of Felix's kits, or is it still just me? You're the only one still. I'm still surprised you squeezed in there too. So I don't know how that's happening. We got to tell me your secret. It was, it was a smidge tight. <laughs> All right. Just so I ball. guess we should um, introduce Kalen at this point too. Like, like, want to formally uh, introduce yourself as you know? What's your position in the Bobcats now? And uh, tell us a little bit about your role. Sure. Uh, hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> My name is Kalen Hicks. I am the operations manager for Maryland Bobcats Football Club. Polished. Look at that. This guy. It's a work in progress, you know, I've been practicing. <laughs> so uh what is so so this year you've taken on a little more responsibility, but can mm-hmm. can you back us up a little bit and uh first tell us how you found out about the team, about the club, and like All in right, what capacity so were you watching the club? All right, let's see. I'll take you back. Let's we'll do a couple years. So like early twenty twenty one, uh one of my fraternity brothers that's also from the area of Montgomery County. Uh, he had sent me an Instagram post about the Bobcats joining the Anti-Racist Soccer Coalition. And anyone that you'll talk to that knows me outside of this realm of soccer will tell you that I am like a huge fanatic. I've been a fan for many years since I was a kid. And it's like basically all I talk about. So he instantly uh, sent it to me. He was like, yeah, like, you know, they play right behind the right by your house. Like they're local, they're professional side, too. Um, and they just joined this Anti-Racist Soccer Coalition. So I looked them up. I know about them and uh, follow them on social media, and I've been keeping track ever since. And so, did, yeah. So, so, did you go to a game like right away? I did. So, I think that when I first found out, they were having like one more regular season game left. So, they had played uh, San Diego when they were San Diego nineteen oh four. Now, obviously, San Diego. Yeah. And that yeah, like game, Eden, Eden Hazard and uh, <laughs> Eden Hazard and Demba Yes, the the two icons. Uh, so, at that time, I took me, my mom, my dad, and my brother. We all went to go watch the game. And that was a game. I think they won three to. Ooh, oh, I should know this. Three to one or three to two. Wait a second. Was our first game the same first game? Was that, that the one be. in the spring? Was that the, was that the, the one where I went and sat behind their bench and yelled nineteen oh four facts at them? Wait, were you yelling at their spilling letters too on the jerseys? I think that was. Yeah, yeah, that, that ah. was the same game. <laughs> what, what, what are the first odds? Game buddies. Let's, <laughs> let's go. I, I remember cracking up about that too. I was, like, I heard, I was like, for the team, and I'm just some fat shit that hangs out in the stands. <laughs> and my, and like, I remember because my dad was like, "Yeah, who was that talking all this junk about their jerseys?" <laughs> I was <laughs> a, like, "I would." A I guy who that. has literally never seen this team before. The founder <laughs> of the old Bay Brigade. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I guess you're not technically the founder. Shout nah, out to that was you, Danny. But you are. The uh, the He's nurturer, the caretaker, president, yeah, the Alex, uh, oh, president. president. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so that was um that was my first game. I remember seeing Khalid score. I believe it was like one or two goals that game too. He sauced up uh, San Diego back then. He played well this year too. In my he did. He had a great year. So after that, the offseason came and they were looking for interns. And at the time, I was you know looking for work as well. And I was like, you know, what, let me just throw my name hat into the ring. You know, I have some communication work and experience. Let me just see what I can do. So I sent my application in, sent my resume over. I said, hey, I'd love to help out any way I can. This is my resume. Like, if you you know, if you want to talk more, then let me know. And then Evan uh, emailed me back like a couple weeks later, saying, "Hey, let's let's talk." And uh, that's how it all started. So I started as an intern for the fall of twenty twenty one, that whole season, and then moved up to game day operations manager for this past season. And now I'm operations manager for the twenty twenty three season. So it's been a it's been a long ride, about two that's years pretty, so far. Man. It hasn't felt yeah. like that. Welcome, yeah. uh, welcome to that position in the club too. It's uh, it's nice to have a familiar face, kind of kind of take over a lot of realms that that I enjoy, like social media and then uh, game day ops. So okay. tell, like, thank you. Like, what does game day ops mean? What does it mean for the Bobcats? Oh, okay. What were you it means like, operations, okay. Michael. <laughs> ops stands for operations. Oh right. yeah. <laughs> Y'all are all right. It means really like from my from what I've experienced it, it's like it means getting there early, making sure the field is in good condition, making sure you have all the gear you need for broadcasting, for sponsorships, for food vendors, ticketing and anything you need on the field worth. Like you make sure the players have all their kits in order in the locker room, making sure both locker rooms are set up. Making sure the refs have a locker room and space to uh, change and do all their the things they need. Any uh, substitution cards? Count the money work. from George. <laughs> I, hey, listen, I I just do my end. I don't I don't know anything else about this. <laughs> it's all um, clean by the time it gets to him, you know. So hey, I I just do the game day stuff. That's my favorite part. I get to watch soccer and really see the ins and outs. So I do. We do all that stuff. We make sure the video board's working, the PA system's working, that we got a camera guy broadcasting. So it's like. Every kind of piece you see, yeah. So every time, everything you see, like on and off the field, in a sense, that's operating behind the scenes, is kind of what goes into game day operations mainly. And making sure that watch the games much, then, or are you kind of running around during the games? Uh, I was fortunate enough to have be able to watch the games a little bit because I was I used to do like a lot of live tweeting and I used to be like pseudo producer. I know Adam had mentioned that when he was broadcasting, like I would just sit next to him and like tag different um, instances like fouls and goals, just so that the league could clip them and use them as like for later purposes. And so I did get to watch the games from time to time, but like I feel like in this new role, I probably won't be able to. So, so we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I've been fortunate enough to watch most of the game during the during the games. So, what's the upgrade? What's the addition to the role this year? Basically, the addition would be everything game day operations with with the help of obviously my colleagues uh, Adresa Cisse, who is also a VP. And Lori Halpern is director of operations. So with us three combined, we'll be handling most of the game day operations, but I'll be like the spearheading person of it on a day to day. Nice, nice. Yeah, I met Cisse uh, at the pop up, which was nice. Nice to meet yeah, him. He's, listen, he's an OG. You want to talk about OG for the club? He's he's an OG. So if y'all ever get a chance to talk to him, like he's got stories for days. And he's another one that's been like ingrained in fucking everything. And yeah, his face is everywhere. Yeah, you're he, like, he, oh, he also. Oh, he also cooks dinner for the whole team each night. Interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't be, wouldn't be surprised, honestly. He's he's so, winning trophies with the youth team. He is. They just won a, a trophy over the weekend, yeah, with the uh, Southampton Cup, I believe it was. Yeah, and and he's a an elite dribbler too on the field too. You ever seen him play in, for the reserve team? He's like dirty on the field. Like honestly, I got to learn from him one day. <laughs> yeah, you know what I learned 
was the, the the Bobcats two play in um, it's Maryland Major League Soccer? Is that what it's called? I think it's the Maryland yeah. Super Soccer League, right? Yeah, Maryland Super Soccer League. Yeah, Maryland Super Soccer League. Yeah, but there's a lot of good squads in that in that yeah. uh, league. That's a pretty fun second division. I feel like we gotta go check out a second division game. They, yeah, they and they play all over the state too. Like they play, I think they do sometimes in Gaithersburg. Sometimes so I've I've hit a couple of Steel Pulse matches. Um, they're a lot of fun to watch. It's funny that because like. I got a little intertwined with some of them through, uh, through Twitter and then discovered that a lot of those groups, like their supporter groups on Twitter are also run by like the players who are actively on the team. Like kind of, kind of like our buddies, uh, Christos who may not be named. It plants like seeds. Like yeah. Who cares? Planted the seed for the old, old baby. Like who ca- well, I mean, does so Kalen, does Dan actually work for the team? No. Dan Drill? Oh, yeah. No, he works for protagonist. Okay, yeah, so yeah. he doesn't work for the team. No, no, he just like, the, So, like, yeah. I don't even, especially a lower league. Who, who the fuck gives a shit if the if the supporter group is run by somebody intertwined with the team? I mean, I think that makes it. That's the beauty of it too. I feel like it makes it more of a communal approach to it. So you kind of know or are familiar with people in the space before you get introduced to the team too. So it kind of helps people buy in that may not be as akin to the sport or local soccer as in whole. They can kind of get used to that in a sense, knowing that like it's wholesome people on all levels of it that are kind of intertwined with each other. Yeah, and it's also like build it's up a, a uh, yeah yeah supporters groups build up a club and give them like a support structure or, or can you know like that's the European model at least. Well, Mike also always talks about that like European English model of uh, like the people knowing the players and talking to them and interacting with them and it being like a, a community type thing. I feel like the, the cats promote a really community type atmosphere. Like when the players walk down and say hello to all the people they know and like uh, Forka's buddy who's who's smoking weed out of the out of the back end of the stadium having a ball. I love that guy. I don't know his name, but he's he's awesome. <laughs> he sits right next to us, like one section over. He's uh, uh-huh. yeah. He's I always see him. I see him from the the press box, so I'm not stressing out about tweeting. So he's, he's, uh, what's, what's, side of the, what's side of the stadium? So I know when I when I come. What side of the stadium is he at? Uh, he's the only the side the, people sit he's, on. He's, the, oh, no, he's no, also like when he's when he's partaking. He's also the oh. only car in the parking lot that has a smokestack. He's like he. They all sit in my house. They sit like Obi. Where over Old Baby Gray sits. It's like adjacent. It's like the next section over. So like right in front of the press box usually. Right where, right where for some reason the opponents' families always sit. Mm -hmm. Because it always seems like it always seems like away supporters' families sit right or away team supporter or uh, family members always sit right next to us. I think that's just just like so. Yeah, y'all are just so uh, smartly, strategically placed behind the bench that they can't sit behind their family, their uh, players. Yeah. That they know, which is which I always think. But I always thought it was funny that they had to kind of work around y'all, which is well. Hilarious. That's why Evan put. A, that's why Evan came to me in between the like when I first took over the page, and he was like, "Hey, so I've got an idea, and you got to tell me if this is a terrible idea. We're gonna put you directly behind their bench." And I was like, "That's everything I've ever wanted, Evan." <laughs> I was like, it's just like college where I would make fun of uh, Division One lower team uh, uh, football players' girlfriends. <laughs> Honestly, it, is, it creates for great brand here and great experiences all around. So, 
I have one. I've got one comment though. Is there any way to move the camera to the other side of the field? Like, how hard is that logistically? Because it's so sad looking at an empty yeah. arena. Like, even there's like a it thousand is, fans yeah. there. It looks empty on on TV. Like, yeah. And I'll I'll give I'll give credit to our broadcasters. A lot of times they do like I do try to they do make a mention that hey, there are fans here. It's just of they course. Sit on our side. Oh, we, we have yeah. the only thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But the so, answer, uh, I was good. Oh, I was gonna say to answer your question, um, it's just the Wi-Fi and the internet kind of connectivity. Like the camera has to be close to the computer, which has to be close to the router, which is based in the press box. And you take it, you know, however many yards across the field and in the back over there, it just makes it a little harder to stream and uh, make it so it doesn't like buffer or anything like that. So it's Fair. something, of course, like a logical explanation. Is, is yeah, a, yeah, and I've I've seen it I've seen it done in the past, like you know, dual camera angles, like uh, the I think it was Stumptown used to do that back when they were in the league still and things like that. So it's possible, but as set up on goals, it would be so nice to have those like second field level angles. I love like when you're watching a broadcast and you get even just like one extra angle of a goal. It's just, Fuck yeah, let's you know. I know it's hard, but I've got a camera. I would post up on the field and take. Do you remember video. that day that the that Dangler or that uh that Brandon Clegg goal happened, and then a video popped up from the other goal end? Yeah, and you're all so goddamn excited. We saw a deflection for the first time. Yeah, and we were like, God damn it, we thought yeah, he rocked that. I don't know. Between us, us four, and whoever's listening after this, uh, it was a, it was all the way in no deflection. I'm calling that yeah. to this day. I don't, I don't care. Dude, that was such a rocket. <laughs> the the first angle just looked like a. Pow. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was the game that Mike and I were standing there. We like both weren't looking, and it went in, and we were like, Wait, did that go I in? This an away game, no. No, it was no, a home. It was a home game. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. It was, it was video was. You know what I fucking love? I love it when there's enough kids there that they fill that fucking hill with people. Yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. When there's kids yeah. out on that hill, that's awesome. Yeah, Other than when they roll onto the field. field. I always thought that spot for the supporters group. I always thought that'd be a good spot for the supporters group. Is like behind the behind the goal. I think on the other side makes sense. Like, why not put Old Bay Brigade on the other side for the cameras? Let's get a so the only thing. So the only question against what you said, Michael, security is that if you watch, yes, well, security. I talked to Evan one time. Evan was like, "You have no idea how much more expensive it would be to have people on the other side because we'd have to pay security, we'd have to pay people to be watching that side." And gave me like the list of things. The thing that stuck it stood out to me. Watch any Chattanooga game. There's three thousand people in those stands, and not a single person on the far side of the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear them; they're loud. There's not a single person on the far side. Now we can do what they do, Mike, and we can get one of those thirty foot flags, and we can make somebody side. stand over there and just wave it by themselves, like they do in Chattanooga. <laughs> Honestly, like that would be hilarious. I would love that. Honestly. There's this guy Jake that flies in every home game, <laughs> and he's oh, uh, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you know what? I've also awesome. seen like I seen um other. I, I don't know where I saw this. At. I think it might have been in Europe or like back when like COVID was just you know kind of easing up. They're starting to play sports games again. They would just kind of cover the seats with like graphics. 
Yeah. It takes a lot of work because, you know, it's a lot of seats back on the other side, but that'd be something too. Like you just have a cover. So like at least it's not just uh, empty bleachers. Like you just, just slowly, but surely, slowly, but surely we just put pieces of paper over seats and then it's just a dick on the far side. I may be that but I'm not I'm sure. just <laughs> crawling back and forth across the outsticking stickers. We should just get a dick costume and throw somebody over there. I'll be working hard I Kaylin will be busy blurring it out from the other side I just bought a new Santa suit so if anybody wants to borrow my Santa suit and go hang out on that side for his home game in March the spring Santa I like it all right, all right. So let's get serious again for just a quick second. Like, what's in store for the club this year? What do we? What do? What do the people not know that you all know that we Ooh, should? Know? We got. So there's some things that are in the works. I can't get into too much detail, obviously, right at this moment. But I think uh, this, this new year coming in. Listen, I, I, will, I, I will honestly spill all my guts if I could, but I don't. Listen, I got bosses to answer to. So yeah, yeah. I, go ahead um, and turn off this recording. We've got more important things to hear. <laughs> yeah, we got some things in the works too. Obviously, lots of good stuff coming up. Um, and honestly, it's just going to be a good 2023, uh, good season. So I'm excited for it. And but based on what we had the last couple of years, uh, the first year for obviously was a good, you know, good foundation. And good 2022, the last year, I think we did really well on and off the field, just getting people out there, actually making a presence, and our play on the field definitely improved from the first year as a professional side. So I think that overall, it's just going to be a lot better, and we're just going to keep going up from here. I agree, but I have some specific questions if you don't mind. Ah, okay. Shoot away. <laughs> like when when you guys start finalizing rosters and like like are you working on contracts for players right now? Like can you you got it. I, I don't I have no idea. No idea. Can I ask that question? They, those are always in the works, yeah. But like those those announcements don't come until like usually in closest for when the season starts, obviously. Like the, the contracts are like what, early spring through the end of the season? Like the, like mm, generally probably earlier than that usually it just depends on like you know how how they want to operate and who they're talking to and things like that it's just a lot of different moving pieces that takes time to kind of get together sure, so just sure. when those kind of click together is when you can really get those finalized yeah i was just curious because nisa announces the, the roster so late so like i wasn't sure how quickly yeah yeah i think it's a, on the scene wait nisa no, announces rosters well i don't know i think I they think embargo the teams though to you probably can't announce rosters till a certain point, or I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm just talking yeah, out of my ass right now. It's all it's all procedural. So I mean, it, and every league does like does it at a different time too. So like, would you when you see a one league doing it, it doesn't mean like other leagues aren't doing it. It just kind of means that they're just posting it faster and like first. So it's all it really all it really burns down to. Yeah, I mean, is there any? Maybe I'm asking way too detailed questions. Like someone <laughs> someone stop me, but. Are there two year? Are people signed to longer year deals in NISA? Uh, depends on the club year? and the player. Sometimes, yeah, I've seen it happen. So okay, <laughs> I wonder how many multi year contracts. Here's the real question: Is Felix coming back? That's a good question. I will plead the fifth for this current time right now. Let's so let's, stop pep- let's stop. Let's stop that, man. Maybe <laughs> I, I, my uh, fault. Honestly, I, I can say I don't know. Contract, I don't, contract yeah, I mean, questions. I don't. I didn't <laughs> plan to do that. I just listen, if I was if if I had the answers for y'all, I would give them to y'all. But I like I said, I just plead the fifth. I'm just I'm in the wind with you all right okay. now. All so. right, there you go. Just, there you go. Sorry. There you go. Let's dial it back. Let's dial it back. <laughs> 
anyone on the call have any other questions? Because I could, we could dive somewhere else, but I want to make sure you all have a chance to speak. The um, when are we going to USL League One? <laughs> Where's the answer button? Jeez, somebody call Jay Saba. Let's do it. Listen, you hey, home. call right now. I bought, a, I bought a Mega Millions ticket. If I hit it, I'll, I'll send y'all a check, and we'll make this happen. I want, I want to see some games on ESPN Plus. Nisa will be uh, ever so grateful for you. So will we. So I'll say that. <laughs> Listen, say, say what you want about the league. I mean, obviously, every league, I feel like, will have its ups and downs. But, I mean, from what I've seen on my end, they, they're very professional, very nice people. You know, they know what they're talking about on all facets of operations and communications, things like that. So, I mean, from my experience, and they've been very helpful with us so far. So, I can't really say anything negative about them. I mean, we all see the memes, obviously, but... I, those are a good laugh for me throughout the day, but, <laughs> but I, I, I know they're still working hard. And you're just like, what's well, you know? I just this is all it is. So. What what are you what are you more worried about in this upcoming season as far as opponents? Are you worried about Michigan repeating, or are you worried about the Vatican? <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Land itself. Honestly, I think my the, I'm worried about uh, or not worried. I'm keeping an eye on San Diego. I feel like I feel like they had a decent basis, and I think their attack was just so strong last year. Like on the counterattack, they were just punishing teams left and right. So I think if they can build on top of that and really like shore up the other sides of the ball, like and just kind of get their whole starting eleven like on a uniform basis, like they're going to be a team to watch next year. They were scary second half of the season for sure. They were just yeah, they really, teams. Yeah. didn't matter who. Yeah, DK and uh, Malongo are just, you know, nightmares that replay in my mind every night. So <laughs> those the clubs that make the most sense for success, like obviously I don't have a lot of experience in the Midwest, but like Maryland mm-hmm. with the DMV area is a hotbed and California is absolutely a hotbed. Mm-hmm. And those those should be the top two teams as far as recruiting. And it's interesting to see, especially like with the the U team winning trophies, it's going to be interesting to see those players come up and make the main roster. Oh, yeah. yeah, And I think it's been nice to see, like, a lot of these youth players uh, really move up in the youth pyramid, too, in the academy and, like, really show their stuff. And honestly, like, even last year, we had a couple guys that were, you know, used to practice and train with the pro team, too. So the more you are bringing kids and see show that these kids can actually get a chance to play professional like, you know, after they start in the academy, it's just going to be nice to see maybe the next local youth academy product make a start for the Bobcats one day. You never know. And you well, could Drew, just not? Top score. Yeah, and even Drew. Oh, yeah, Drew didn't Drew, Drew right Drew, up, work right. right up through the system? Mm-hmm. You, you get a pro experience at a young age. You don't have to abide by NCAA's, like, insane <laughs> restrictions, like, on a player. I think it makes sense for people to yeah. come up that way. Like, or, why not? Or the, or the way they do, like, the countdown clock for halftime. Or, like, you know, they don't really count up, like, in European or regular soccer towning. It's oh, just yeah. down. Yeah. Threw me off. Uh, I was watching the Big East tournament at the soccer place. I was just like, why Why do they do that? There's no extra time. There's oh, no. I did see that they were playing out there. I, I was tempted yeah. to get out to a game. Who's Who's in the Big East in that area? Georgetown. Uh, so, oh, that's right. Okay. So, Alex, they had the, the Big East tournament at the soccer plex this year for men and women. They count, they count down, right? They count. Yes, yeah, they, they count, count down. down. Yeah, they count okay. down. Because I was watching, that's what that's what started the argument between uh, our Twitter channel and fucking Coach Stu. 
because I commented, I, I responded to him posting about um, one of the women's NCAA championships where there was a goal scored in like the 90th minute, but it was like 16 seconds left on the clock, which really threw me the fuck oh, off. I see. You're, you're talking about UCLA, the final with yeah. UCLA and UNC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, absolutely banger. That was of a bonkers header. goal, though. Like she, gave, like, she put her right on the line to put that in the net. Yeah. And I'll give her credit. And they won a championship after that, too, in mm-hmm. the extra time. So, I mean, <laughs> can't, you can't get better than that. And yeah. um, it just, it throws me off, though. I just, like, don't understand. Like, I guess I get it because you, you want to keep it concise and everything, but then they do, like, this big 10, 9, 8, like, on the PA system for each half, and it just it huh. throws everything off. Yeah, I was just like, weird. this is new. <laughs> yeah, this is it's so like, that's like a No stoppage time? No, it's just a hard, hard stop at yeah. zero. Yeah, hard stop at zero. Did they stop and they the clock at all? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they do stop the clock, yeah. And then, yeah. like, which – Obviously, it causes other issues. Like, the ref has to tell them to, you know, move it back if you, like, let it run too long or something like that. It's just, I don't know. It's a, If it works for them, it works for them. But I just, like, I like the regular way. Of well, NCAA is a terrible institution, and I, w- I hope that more <laughs> clubs like the Bobcats pop up so that people stop playing for free when they're, like, at a professional level. It's crazy. It's crazy. Another, another thing that makes me mad is I've asked the Maryland Twitter, the Maryland soccer Twitter account, like 50 fucking times where I can buy a jersey and I've gotten no response. That's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. That's, yeah. You think they would make those, money off that too? Yeah. Those kits are sweet. They don't have them on the, the school shop or anything. They got a football jerseys, basketball jerseys, but I've been trying to get a, a kit. You got to find, go find like some guy that's like graduating and ask him if he wants his kids afterward. He'd be like, yo, how much? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. like meet him behind the dumpster. Like, hey, hey, man. hey. You don't hire me because he's in El Paso, and then like, I'm, like, lunch? I'm five eight. I'll come out from behind a dumpster, and they'll be like, <laughs> "You give me your jersey." <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't know why they. Honestly, I think that would help. That help get interest too. A lot of these teams have like really good soccer programs too. Like if you sell some kids, I mean, people like those kind of things. And then you know, like these colleges. They have like a big like art institution, like the graphic design kids that are getting their degrees and whatever and whatnot. Like you can get those those to those guys to uh, work for free. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like it's a big collaborative effort you could have right there if you really wanted to make it one. And I don't know why they don't more clubs don't do that or more like colleges really. I think the live the game day experiences at Maryland are supposed to be amazing. Like I kept meaning to get out to a game. I think most of those games are sold out at Maryland. Yeah, they, they. I think they're one of the better like collegiate uh, fans. Well, they that took off really big this year. There was a big boom, supposedly from somebody I know that goes there. Said there's a huge boom in like supporter culture on campus of just like yes. masses of people rolling out. I mean, like that was the whole thing when I was at Towson. There was just no interest in supporting any of the any of the teams, like. It was it was frustrating and like that's kind of what led to like this whole fucking thing was my frustration of like just fucking support your local and that's have some fucking fun. That's interesting. I went to a degree and, uh, school and the support for all the teams was like amazing. Like everybody went yeah. to the games. No, I, I went to Towson too, so we didn't even have Where do you end up going, Mike? Uh don't worry about it. Just say it. No, say it. I want to hear know now. D three school out in West Michigan called Calvin university oh you guys can make your conclusions on john, john calvin there he is, there he is. oh 
Calvin and Hobbs, State University, something like that. But, but let's get back to uh, to Kalen here because I want to ask the, their their motto. Question. Their motto is missionary only. <laughs> Anywho, what you we love your life in your dorm room is none of our business. Hey man, I got no qualms with any of my past. I'm uh, I'm all uh, I'm all good, baby. That's all I got. All right, so let's talk about the Bobcats a little bit. Who are your favorite players? Who do you, who you want to shout out? All right, so I'm going to give you my professional answer first, and I'll give you my real answer. So my professional answer, obviously, is all the all the guys are my favorite guys, honestly. And um, they all work very hard, and they play very hard. And, like, honestly, a lot of those guys are, like, really uh, talented and skilled. If I had to pick a couple, um, I'm going to say, like, Davey's a, a fan favorite of mine. Like, love seeing him play. Uh, Brian Argueta, you know, I, he's been hurt a couple times, but every time he touches the field, like, that guy is just – a baller he's like doesn't he doesn't stop running it's, it's amazing to see hmm. uh let me think i like christian Cocker and uh, felix anon honestly like those any any type of force in net honestly is something you can't really replicate so when you have that in two keepers like that i mean yeah it's, uh, fun. it's, yeah. it's fun yeah yeah um it's like I'm ball talking. eaters in there you know like yeah yeah exactly <laughs> just just literally just scoop up anything that comes their way and honestly yeah. that's all you can ask for yeah and I'm gonna give a nod to Darwin because he, honestly he was balling out again this year too. Like, I mean, this man scored probably the single season goal record for the club, so you got to give him his his flowers. His his set pieces were better than the U.S. Men's National Team. I, I'm not <laughs> kidding at I all. Think, like, <laughs> no, I was thinking, no. You were I was thinking the whole time like you know what if Darwin was out, was uh, on that pitch he'd probably make that like most of, more times than not. So I, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no it, it's a sight to behold like. Especially in division, you know, division three, you don't expect someone that's a free kick specialist like this. This guy, oh, yeah. even the, the corner kicks, like just putting the ball in dangerous areas, is harder than it looks. You don't always see it. So yeah, no, yeah, and like honestly, the the play on the field, like the way they were able to find like the taller center backs too this year, honestly, was fun to watch. Also, mm-hmm. especially because like you know we had we had a couple of taller guys the first year. Just it's, corner kicks was always like that thing that never really kind of came about. But then you see it. In the first couple of games of this season, you see this beautiful corner kick come across, and you see Brandon Clegg just waiting there against Florida State just to knock that thing back. Just, yeah. I'd love to <laughs> yeah. see it every time. I love a good uh, center back goal on a corner. Oh, and yeah. you saw you saw the effect of not having anyone of size all through the fucking U- U.S. matches against <laughs> fucking bro against Netherlands. Point. They kept winging it in for corners and crosses, and there's no fucking no, nobody's getting to that. Yeah, stop fucking trying the same shit. It, nobody's getting to it. God. Yeah, when you're when you're tall as guys like the goalkeeper, I mean, it's kind of hard to get a header in there. Did I? Am I crazy? Somebody else we watched did they say that the keeper for Netherlands is six eight? I think I did. I, I hear that. I heard that. Uh, yeah, that guy yeah. has had a crazy story too. He's like twenty eight and only. He's only got like 40 first division. Uh, I mean, shit, Matt Turner came out. He was like in third Matt. division two years ago in France. Like it's, it's a while. 10 years day. ago, Matt Turner had never played, never played soccer organized. Mm-hmm. Like that's nuts. Yeah. Started in high school, I think. Right. Started in college, walked on and started playing at a college for a college team. Wow. Yeah, he was on that not top 10 blunder where the ball like shot straight up. He tried to catch it and he knocked it's it in himself. Hilarious. It's hilarious. It's a terrible, terrible, yeah. <laughs> terrible on <own> goal. <laughs> Poor guy. 
do you want to um, say any more about the Bobcats or should we dive into the World Cup just a little bit? Uh, quick question for, for Caitlin. All right. So you're talking about game day ops. So like you have access to like the, the game worn stuff. I do <laughs> like, like a Brandon Clegg game worn Jersey. If he hasn't given them out to his family, I might, there may be one in the back. <laughs> I'll, I'll get your cash app after yeah. we go offline. Don't worry. We'll talk. We'll talk. I'll, I'll, I'll keep, I'll put one to the side for you. I'll talk to him. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite player. That dude, that dude is incredible, man. Honestly, like <laughs> he actually might give it to you himself. If you let him know, honestly, he probably really yeah. appreciates it. Yeah. Balls, balls into the final third. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody at this level of soccer kick the ball the way he kicks the ball. It's fucking nuts. The golden shirt to me, though, is like, is there any Dangler jerseys floating around? Now that he's I'll get you an El Paso locomotive one when he gets here. <laughs> I hope he goes there. I hope he goes there. That'd be baller fucking going uh, Bobcats to League One to the championship. championship Let's go. Yeah. Dude, got any uh, jerseys floating around? Nah, yeah, listen. <laughs> it's been too long since that those days. But I'm hey, maybe. I'll, this seems go. like a. Keep your eyes seems like, This seems like Jay listens to this podcast and then lets Caitlin go. <laughs> I get a phone call afterwards, like, "Hey, remember this podcast you were on earlier?" I'm like, "No, not really. I don't. I wasn't there that day." I don't think Jay is a consistent listener. I would doubt it. All I'll tell you is that the few times I've messaged him specific shit about the team, he immediately calls me and wants to talk. No, so he probably is. No, he said he is a he phone, said he is a phone guy. When we when we interviewed him, he said that he listens or people around the team at least listen as well. I think that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys listen because he was he he brought up specifically he brought up specifically us saying you know. Well, we feel weird, you know, saying something negative about the team when, you know, we're obviously not good enough to play on that level. And he, he straight up said, he's like, no, like before we even prompted it, he was like, no, he's like, keep talking the way you're talking. We appreciate it. Yeah. The honesty, honestly, is what it makes it authentic too. So can't go wrong with that. Jay's the man point blank. Jay's the man. He's cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. love that. I love that guy. Honestly, he's, he's, I can I say so many things about him, so that's why I'm starting over my words. <laughs> nice, yeah. I mean, that's why we uh, support the club too. It's just a, it's got a nice foundation, and and mm-hmm. you know, obviously Evan did a great job, an amazing job while he was there, and uh, yeah, it's nice to see him passing the baton onto a few people, right? Like you, you'll have a a little, you know, it's growing a little bit. Like you, you know, now you get three people involved in that uh, that front yeah, office there, so. Yeah, we got a nice team going so far, and honestly, like, and it's people that uh, I've, me and Evan have worked with in the past. It's not like any, any, any strangers, anyone that's like you know, yeah, unfamiliar you know with styles already. Like yeah, like yeah. it's been real hardworking people that have been there from like the ground up, and like their stories are just incredible too. Nice. So it's it's yeah, we're in a good spot. Cool, man. Yeah. All right. Happy to have you. Happy to have you. But let's um, you know, do you have any final thoughts about the Bobcats, Kalen, while you're? here or should we just move on to USMNT? What do you think? Um, honestly, to all, to you all, to the fans, you know, thank you for supporting us so far. We're not done yet. I mean, keep, keep an eye out. We got some things coming in the near future. So I'm excited for what's to come. That's it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. All right. So now, all right, let's dive back into your youth experience a little bit. Like you mentioned that you were a major soccer fan growing up. Like I was in high school. You were a player too and everything. No. <laughs> no, just the fan. 
so I used to, I played for fun, like recreationally, but I was never like playing for like my school team or anything like that. Like I got into it when I was in high school, like in about, oh man, what was it? 20, 2012, 2011? USMNT? USMNT and in Liverpool also, like right okay. away. So I used to play FIFA a lot. So like a lot of my friends uh, were playing FIFA back then when I was in high school and they said, yo, Kaylee, you have to get it. And so I, I picked it up and I was just playing like, you know, the usual awesome team of seasons and stuff. And then I saw this team Liverpool. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, they, they wear red. You know, they, they I, I was like, I'll just back them. So I was just like using all the players in the ultimate team. And then I was like, oh, and then I like one day I turned on the TV, like, you know, some random morning, like on a Saturday. And I'm like, oh, wait, they actually play on TV. So from there, it just kind of bought, it snowballed into my passion for it now. And I still like to get out there and play sometimes. I'm not the most coordinated person. Like I equate myself to a baby giraffe. Um, so, um, I'm you not, give off that vibe. Yeah, I'm not the most. I don't have the techers or anything like that. But I, I can get in there and get dirty if I need to. So, if I had to best describe you, I'd say gangly. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a gangly, gangly guy. So he's you know, a little gangly. I'm, I'm a defensive-minded fullback. You know, I like to get. I play dirty, so that's uh, that's what I do. Like when I was inter- when I was playing intramural in college, I was like right back. I played the wing sometimes, but right back is where I really like to play. And it just kind of came in, just exploded from there. And yeah. You know, we've had a lot of people on the podcast, like early Rooster and the Devil, like back before as the villain days. We had, you know, people talk about their clubs, and so many people were introduced to the game by FIFA. It's, it's yeah, crazy. It's, it's wild. It's honestly like it, it makes you like really realize how influential that game is. Even though like you could say so many bad, I, I could say so many bad things about it. Honestly, just be it's how terrible it is. But that game really kind of gets you into the foothold of soccer if you're not really known to the sport, and you can learn about so many different things about it. So it's just like you can, different players, different leagues, different clubs. Like you kind of really get to see how vast the sport is through a game like FIFA. And that's why I like about it so much. And I still play it to this day. Like I'm sure y'all saw me getting my butt kicked last year on the eSports Cup. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds vaguely familiar. So yeah, I wasn't yeah. uh, intently watching if that makes you feel better. I do appreciate it. Are you going to be back? I've thought about it. Now, I don't want to get embarrassed again this year. So I don't <laughs> No, what's me. embarrassing about it? You just go play. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It only gets bad when like, you start losing by like, you know, seven or eight goals and like you can't score. Like that's the only time. Oh, you yeah. down that bad? I was down that bad. Oh, yeah. No. That, was, that was a rough yeah. one. Yeah, in my defense. I was, like, my team. I was like shit talking people in the chat. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like that trying might to have been a, That might have been a low point of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Shit talking, shit talking for Kalen getting, oh my God. getting you, molly whopped. Sorry, guys, I didn't know you shared this experience together. You did. You did. The, the one, the one I watched, you won. Oh, that's that was the uh, was that the second or third one? I remember who it was. It was like some guy. I follow him on Twitter. I forgot which game that was, but yeah, I did win one game. Nice. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take my win, and then immediately after, the kid used my team, and I I couldn't use PSG anymore. I was like, well, all right, I guess we're just gonna go down with the ship. <laughs> and then he decided to put eight goals in the back of the net against me. So that was fun. Oh no! Yeah, well, and I got good after that. You're so building that on last season, though. You had one win. I think you come back and try to get two wins. Yeah, this year. I, honestly, overall, right? like, yeah. I mean, I may, I may throw my, I may just you know say why not and just throw my hat in the ring. I may ask other guys just in case, just to see if they're better at FIFA than I am first. That's fair. And if not, then I'll probably I'll throw my hat in the ring and you know give it a shot. I wonder if one of the nice players experience. is good. Like, there's probably Bobcats players that are pretty fucking good at. FIFA. I oh, was yeah. gonna try to get involved in that, and then I realized that I'd have to have like a <laughs> streaming setup. 
And I was like, I, this is like the excess of my experience with it, doing anything technological. It did take so, me a while to get it to get, to get it up and running. But honestly, like when I did it, it was beneficial too. Because like when the guys came up for like our first meet and greet at True Respite, the first thing they said was like, yeah, you're the guy that played FIFA, right? I was like, it's like, yeah, I don't know how you know that about me. But yeah, that was me. And like they used to name drop me by my at name. I'm like, Ooh, all right, this is all coming, it's all coming full circle right now. I'm not, I don't know how to feel about this, but yeah, it was it was fun. So yeah, we'll, well like, yeah, I remember uh, Hannah reaching out to me and being like, what kind of headphones should we buy for him? And I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, ones that work? I believe oh, my answer the, was the, ones that work? I don't know. Oh, for the E-Cub? Yeah, I, I told yeah. her, I was like, I, I, have, I have headphones for that. Like, I, I'm a gamer, so, I mean... Yeah, I you can, definitely have headphones, man. Yeah. yeah absolutely. If I turn my camera, you'd see two game consoles and a PC in front of me, so I I'm, use I'm the, a I use the headphones that came with my Xbox One. Ah, uh, okay. The like same the one, ones. This is the one with, like, the one side where it's, like, a big tone. Yeah, you, uh, you bet yeah. your fucking ass it is. I do remember and that. I can hear, you talk to and some I eight-year-olds can, and... <laughs> vocally bash them into submission and i can hear roughly half of what anyone around me says oh yeah though that's that's how you that's how you get uh your start honestly it's how you hone your skills in with the lack of impair- hearing impairment right there so yeah i need to i need to get a headphone i've been playing that what is it sea of thieves game oh and people just pop up on my boat and they yell at me because i'm not talking to them <laughs> and then yeah, I just I pretty much I avoid all online gaming. I'd rather not have some ten year old tell me he's inside of my mom. <laughs> uh we lost a bunch of audio right there. So I'm just gonna drop you guys right back in here. We've never talked about that. How nuts is it that that like that supporter group holds so much power in Detroit? That they announced that sponsorship by Dude Wipes, and within 24 hours, the fucking supporters had shamed them so much that they canceled it. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. For yeah. Dude Wipes too. Has, has there has there ever been a better message delivered by such a? Oh wait, no. You know what? It wasn't person. Dude Wipes. Oh, it was Bang. It was, it was bang, bang Energy. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, yeah. But it was it was Dude know. Wipes that uh. Dude Wipes was the one that was going to sponsor um, NYCFC. Yeah, I would have let that go. it was because it was a Dude Wipes logo on the sleeve. Uh, see, I would I would have let that go because I, I thought th- that'd be funny. Like, that'd just be something just to laugh about every game. <laughs> like, hey, you want to wipe your taint? <laughs> you scrub that taint a little bit? I mean, I mean everybody after, needs a good taint scrub. Listen, after after a long, hard fought game, why not just freshen up with dude wipes? <laughs> <laughs> a proud sponsor of NYCFC. I honestly would be cracking up. I mean, you guys would take a uh, dude wipe sponsor on the sleeve for the right right price. I I don't think the old Bay Brigade would have any problems with that. Yeah, I'm sure y'all would be the first ones to hop on board. Honestly, I'd be giving out free dude wipes at the game. You know, that's what I would do. Just, <laughs> just tossing them down, the crowd, using them. Honestly, I, yeah. I'd, I'd be here for it. I, I can make a good pitch for it. <laughs> what were um, saying? Oh, we're, we were talking about that supporters group. You know, they, has, there, has there ever been an instance of a good message delivered by just an absolutely annoying motherfucker? <laughs> uh, listen, I, I got to give them their props for that, though. Because, I mean, they made – from what I saw, it was going viral on Twitter or in soccer Twitter for a long time. And I, I, here's the thing. Like, I feel like – if I was in that area, like what else is there good to do out there? Nothing. <laughs> what in Michigan? 
Shut up, Uh-oh. Mike. Shut up about Michigan, Michael. I love Michigan. I don't hate Michigan. You're from from Jersey. You don't get a say. I will say I'd rather be in Jersey. Maryland's a shithole. You were born and raised here. This place is a swamp. But we like it that way. (laughs) Fucking swamp, and I hate it. Jersey's better. It's what makes us us. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I will say the spring and fall are very nice in Maryland. Then the mosquitoes just take over. All of life, all summer. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that summertime is a it's a rough one, yeah. Especially with that, plus the random thunderstorms every other day. It's, it's never fun. Yeah, I'm loving fun. this. Like I'm loving this fifth, this forty five to sixty five degrees winter right now. It's nice, great. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I can't complain Paso. about it. When I walk, when I walk this furry little bastard behind me in the morning, and I don't even need a coat. Oh, dog! He's just hanging out, guy. Old guy. I had a dog that looked just like that. Bella. Got a picture right over there. He's an American foxhound. His name is Sawyer. That's a great name. That's an iconic name. It's funny. uh, When we got him, his name was – his original name was Albie, A-L-B-Y. And my mind immediately went to, Jake, did you watch Flight of the Concords? No, I did not. So there's a a bit in Flight of the Concords where they – they sing a song about a racist dragon who only killed people who were ethnic. And his name was Albie. It was Albie the racist dragon. You can look it up on YouTube. And it's all about how he only would burn, he would only kill the Persian kids in town. So I don't know how he got here. I was like, I was like oh, did, is my dog named after a racist dragon? So we, we named him Sawyer, and then one day somebody said, oh, Albie, like Albus Dumbledore. And I was like, oh, shit. Did we change my dog's name from the from the no, head wizard? No, called Albus. No, I mean, no, yeah, no one would shorten Albus to Albie. <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't That person got, caught it immediately. I don't know. Whoever, if, if they did, in fact, name the dog Albie after Albus Dumbledore, you need to find them. And give them a wedgie. <laughs> like, I don't know how you well, go back Dumbledore coming to save me. Yeah, good old so here's, a, here's like, a hot take question for you, Kalen. Yes. Uh, are we going to go to DC Defenders XFL matches together? Of course we are. Yeah. We're going to go hand, <laughs> we're going hand in hand. I'm big, I'm big on the obscure sporting. <laughs> XFL still around? I once, yeah, I once went to – I once went to Old Glory DC uh, Ultimate Frisbee match at um, Audi Field. So, I, honestly, I'd love to go to the uh, to, to see the We went. We we went back to second iteration. We had season tickets before COVID shut it down. It was a ton of fun. Nice. The dude in front of us in the in the standing room had a hat that he had like the old "He Hate Me" jersey from the first run of the right. XFL. Yeah, that's and, smart. Uh, he had a he baseball cap that just said "Go Sports," <laughs> and it had a signature on it. And we're standing in the stands, and I'm like looking at his hat, trying to figure out whose signature it is. And my brother goes, "Dude, he's got an a real on field jersey. He's got a Go Sports hat. Whoever signed that, it's going to be the funniest shit we've ever heard." So like half the game goes by and I like reach down, tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, Hey man, who signed your hat? And Jake, you're going to love this one. Gilbert Gottfried. 
What? <laughs> what an incredible Iago? What an absolutely incredible thing. God, can you imagine that too? Like, you want me to what? <laughs> Sign the jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure he was real thrown off when he when he had to sign that out too. But that's iconic. Yeah, like speaking of, of uh, every of everyone you could even imagine that had to be signed by. That is the you could give me a thousand guesses and I would never guess that name. <laughs> sure. Speaking of obscure sports, you guys um I think we've talked about this on a pod before, but you guys need to go to the the big train games in the summer. That's uh Southern Maryland, isn't it? Bethesda Big Train. Oh, okay. So like lower league baseball. They're uh, they're like college summer league. Like dudes like Hunter Renfro have come through there. uh, It's just like the Southern Maryland Blue Crabs. Oh, nice. Yeah, the Southern Maryland Blue Crabs are the same kind of thing. Oh, actually, no, I do got to check that out. I never. I, never yeah, I live, I live fifteen minutes away from the Aberdeen Ironbirds. I end up there a lot during the summer. Yeah, right on, Kaylin. If you want to come down to my neck of the woods during the summer, I'll treat you. I'll treat you and the lady. Sounds sounds good. You live in Hartford County, right? Yep, good uh, old Abingdon. Uh, I've been out there a couple times. You know, I can. Uh, I have some words. That's Southern Maryland. That's no, Maryland. no, no Eastern. No. Just, my, my Maryland geography is still terrible. I've lived here twelve years, and I don't, I don't know where Hartford County is. It's Hartford East County, of is, County. Yeah, yeah, we're. We're uh, thirty north, thirty minutes north of Baltimore. Gotcha. You travel a far ass way to the games, which hour and hour and fifteen, baby. Yeah, I appreciate you for it every time. Hey, you ever need a ride? Just call me. I'll, I'll come get you. <laughs> you can help me set up. Honestly, send the, send the <laughs> you'll drive out there and you'd be like, yeah. Fuck Alex." <laughs> <laughs> I'll, take a I'll hear a horn honk outside and the door will open of an of a 96 toyota corolla and it'll be it'll be that dude filled the car just filled with with uh smoke it'll be richard forecast buddy he'll be like get in man i'll be like shit i'm gonna be so high <laughs> Ooh, come rolling out like fast times <laughs> Great flick. I bet. I bet when the it. Michigan Stars are in town, they could. I could get Coach Stu to pick me up on the way. Nah, <laughs> Coach Stu wants to take a pipe to your head right now. Allegedly, <laughs> call up uh, Flower City. They'll pick you up. They're on. They pass right by you. Yeah, yeah. they do. <laughs> I'm gonna miss Anders. It's such He's, what I'm He's been dead. All right, Pete. <laughs> so long. His team got hey, shut cities. down. Oh, little Bay Cities. He's a pretty man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, actually, he was actually really nice to me too when I first met him. So, oh yeah, he was super nice. Yeah, we nice. chatted with him for a little while. It was the only. It was the it, the funniest part of that was when Mike was it. Were you in the car when we were? Leaving? I was. You were driving me to the we, other lot. Yeah, because Mike doesn't know how to park, so we had to drive <laughs> Mike to the other lot where he the had first parked game his I car parked over that way. Um <laughs> so. and. Uh, while we were on our way around the back side of the stadium, we ran into uh, uh, we ran into Anders. He was walking back to their eighteen passenger van to get the protein shakes for <laughs> his team. We should have known right then and there that this team wasn't going to budget. In wait, wait, what, what time of year was this? Early, early in the season, spring. I think it was the second game of the second home game of the season. 
So he left protein shakes in a hot. They were like premier protein boxed shakes. No, no. Yeah, dude. You, uh, yeah, your team's fucked, dude. Hey, uh, hey, maybe you come my back favorite part is that now. Chattanooga travels on a on a fucking sleeper bus. I think that's the funniest thing. That thing is it's nice too. That's like, bad. It's real nice. Yeah, it's well, that's like the team like asks to like ride the sleeper bus because it's more fun for them. Mm-hmm. Plus, they get to go home faster too. Like you don't have to stay or be uncomfortable or anything. You just get to Sleep. pass out after a game. Yeah, you play ninety yeah. minutes plus of a game. You get to pass out afterwards. I, I, remembering, I'd work that. I request that too. When, wow. When Taylor Gray has to run for ninety minutes to try to escape coverage. Yeah, he's he breaks my ankles just watching him. Honestly, I don't know how he, that that guy. Can I hope him. he gets a look at the next level. Yeah, I do. Too. He's one yeah. that I'd like to see move up. Oh yeah, he's he's he a too, like, and he's just got pace for days. Like I've never seen someone that quick can, that can also dribble that that aggressively at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. He he's way better than Nisa. No no offense to uh, to the Nisans in here, but hey, I would agree. I also agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, so we're but at that's the, perfect, time. that's the purpose of third league soccer, to build second league players and to eventually build first league players. Like Agreed. we 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 can say that like oh well that they're too good for Nice all you want like that's the purpose of lower league ball. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, well, yeah, everywhere else is you to don't get promoted. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't yeah. you don't like. You Imagine don't if Tormenta was promoted rightly to the championship. Yeah, I, I, I'm here for it. I, I say you put Tremessa in a championship, take whoever came in last in a championship, move him back to the USL. Yeah, what are you doing, yeah. USL? Get to it. They already have the... Well, USL, USL did kick out all the people that finished last by kicking out all the MLS two sides. They're gone this year. So. That's true. Yeah, you're right. They made their own league you know, in true American fashion. USL is the truth. The truth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're at rant time, so uh, I got one. Cool. Um, so in our group chat, the Bobcast group chat, uh, Alex told us all something uh, recently. He had picked an EPL team, and what I want to know is, did Mike and Sam hurt you? <laughs> Did, yeah, they force so, you, did they force you to root for this club? Uh, no, nah, so, so yeah. here's the thing. Um, as I've told you before, one of the first kits that I ever owned was a Chelsea kit. Uh, because one of my best buddies is a Chelsea supporter. Now, I've grown very weary of Chelsea because to me, they are just the Yankees. Agreed. Of of, <laughs> of soccer. They suck. Yeah. Um, and that's infuriating and I hate it. Um, I've never been given a good reason to hate Tottenham Hotspur. Um, oh, I, my favorite band, my favorite band when I was in high school and college was a local pop punk band called Hotspur. And that's where they got their name from. Mm. Mm. And who doesn't love a good cock? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you right. So I will say this: <laughs> they're fun. I'm happy. I'm happy that you picked a club. I'm surrounded by cocks in the group chat now. <laughs> and in regards to your, they've never given you a reason to hate them. Their strikers never 
intentionally tried to murder your midfielder by going underneath him on an air ball. So, but also here's the thing. I have yet to sit down and actually watch a full season of EPL. So by the end of my first season of EPL, I could be completely off. Listen, Alex. They, all you they, have to watch is Champions fun. League. You'll fall in love. I with have, I have, Jake. In heard, the Champions League. heard that uh, there's a wonderful team. Um, I can't remember. I can't put my finger on what they're called. It's Don't something. It. It's something like Glass Glass House or something like that. It's where it's where that douchebag Triple G played. <laughs> <laughs> never trust anybody who played for palace. Yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Triple G played for palace. He played for palace. Really? That's why he's a dickhead. Wow. What? I did not know that. Me what? neither. That's like where he learned that bomb. delicious behind the back pass. Bomb. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. see the clip going around of him handing off the game ball to uh, Tyler Adams? Yeah, after yeah, the England match, the and he like take. fuck, he fucked up the behind the back pass, and they all started making fun of him. Uh, yeah, then he tried it again, which uh, annoyed me even more. I'm like, just give it to him this time. Like, I don't know. Yeah, try it a second time; it's already over. It's ruined. It's not about you, Greg. It's not about you. <laughs> so embarrassed. We don't like it, Greg. We don't like. It. <laughs> I'd like to lock Jake and Greg Verhalter in a room for ten minutes. I'm going to wear my Brighton shirt and I'm going to stomp him. I would be a little bitch gonna, and I would I'm be gonna, so nice to him. There's no doubt about I'm going to pin him down. Oh, Mike would blow him. Take Mike his Nikes off. I would blow him, but I would chat with him, Alex. I, uh, I don't know what I, I know what I'd be that like, means. Hey, I'd be like, hey, man, try Europe for a little bit. I think they need you. Right. Yeah, go try Europe. Try Europe. It's a great opportunity, Greg. Yeah, go to Maine. Try the Moldovan Premier League. I talked to my like casual friends about Greg Berhalter and how I thought he should be fired, and they're all like, "Why would you fire him? Like he's been doing great." I'm like, I, "Yeah, that's my my, my what? Yeah. I don't understand it. Like it really didn't. I couldn't really articulate how he should be fired. And everyone was like, "Yeah, well, he me. I mean, we got out the groove. You know, we made it around sixteen. He should be there." I'm like, "No, that's no. not that's yeah. not it. Yeah. Like we won, we won in spite of him." Literally, that's it. Like we won in spite of him. We are so talented now. Like obviously not. We're, we're like probably sixteen is like the perfect rank for us right now. We are an extremely talented team, and we won in spite of him. Yeah, and I th- I, I try to tell people now. I'm like, if we had a better coach, we probably would have done a lot better against Athletes. So, Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> as long as best way I can, and we would have had more goals because we would have had better strikers. But I, he didn't I even recognize that he got tactically annihilated in that game he didn't recognize it yeah he's a big gaff machine he doesn't like to really you know be articulate in in front of the press so i was like i don't know how you say you dominated that game but hey to each his own i guess (laughs) yeah the counterattack goal from a from a casual viewer standpoint Mm. like my like i was at my my store on the game again during the game against the netherlands and had a friend watching with me that's never watched a game of soccer in their life. And she was like, man, it really looks like the U.S. is, like, handling the ball. And then Netherlands got the ball and ran down the field and scored. And she was like, oh, shit. So you know, it doesn't take holding the ball to score. Not at all. And, and Greg like, does no, not it takes that. putting it into the back of the net. Although like, that was my biggest gripe throughout the whole that whole game. Shoot the ball. It doesn't have to be pretty. It just has to end up in the back of the net. They were reluctant to shoot all tournament. 
Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I guess maybe it came from his tactics or just the lack thereof of uh, attacking ta- attacking prowess up front. But I, I just it was infuriating to watch from a, an avid watcher's standpoint. Yeah, I mean, there was like no flow in that final third at all. Like, there's no dangerous balls in outside of very few. But but also, too, with the Netherlands game, if they didn't put a goal in right before fucking halftime, it would have probably been a different game because we might have got the equalizer. Or if, or if Christian had hammered that one home. Yeah. That yeah. ball that, that the keeper got on that outstretch right. I mean. It was just, he just didn't expect to get the ball in that position that early and. Yeah, I'll give him credit. He might have been. He might have thought he was offside. Maybe that's what it was. He definitely should have just still hit it. As still far as it. Yeah. yeah. Always try to. I, dude, I fucking. It took it, like it. I'm. I was brain dead throughout the whole thing. I struggled so hard understanding, <laughs> processing the fact that they were letting the play conclude before they put the flag up. I was like, that was fucking offsides, and then the play would finish, and they'd be like. I was like, ah, they got it. They got it. <laughs> they got it. <laughs> we, we rely on humans in the uh, in Nisa. Oh yeah, that's a. Uh, it's always good training you for see the uh, pictures of them. The pictures sport. going around of them like charging the game balls and stuff. I, I saw, I saw like, that. Was super yeah. cool to see. Like mm-hmm. it was super cool to have Adidas chime in and be like, "Hey, rapist, you didn't head that ball." <laughs> Like the fact that Adidas chimed in and was like, "Hey, we're related to Nazis and we still hate you." Oh, just to while we're on that subject, just to prove my point that I've been harping on over and over and over again. Look how good that team was oh, without dude, him. Holy shit! Yeah, they played. So look how good that team was without him. It frees everything up. That dude is. Garbage. He's uh, he's past his prime. He's too old, and he's just the ego is just getting catching up to him now. I think it's just they yeah. gotta let him go. I, this might be his last tournament too. Right for it, it was so frustrating. Go to the hat trick for your play. Sorry, go Jake. Oh, I was saying go to Saudi Arabia. We never want to hear from you again. It was so frustrating watching that fucking game. The fir- the first game that they had on television and the whole game, like. The, the news team's just a gobbling his balls about he's crying during the anthem. It, he's a the changed man. Game, they kept cutting to him every three minutes. Like it was insane. Like it's funny. Like the Fox sports sent out a fucking auto email was like the deafening roar of the crowd. When they saw Ronaldo was coming on, there was no change in the sound. It was fucking loud. Cause it was a world cup game. <laughs> they were chanting already. <laughs> Like it was already like every one of them was already screaming. Yeah. Trust me, in twenty twenty six when for a month I have no voice at all, you'll understand. <laughs> all right, Kaylin, rant for you. Ooh, all right, let me think. Well now actually Alex just gave me a good idea. I'm gonna say Take Fox Sports off of soccer coverage for the time being, because I'm tired of it. Like I can't look at Alexi Lawless anymore, talk about nonsense i can't talk about I, I got tired of seeing like i'm watching netherlands versus like denmark but they're talking about the united states game against iran like i get it you know we're in america but there's other games going on in between the united states versus iran and now like you don't have to talk about it like every five seconds and just all other kind of coverage i'm like i don't understand how you don't put a like a tried and true soccer like outlet in nbc sports on that for the world cup uh, coverage it makes no sense so That'd be my rant. Take Fox Sports off of everything soccer. 
related, please. Like a lot, of power here. a lot of power here on the Maryland Bobcast, so we'll put in a good word for that. <laughs> Tag everybody. I Fox, I'd love for Fox Sports to respond when you post this on Twitter. It'd be like loud, loud and clear, Kalen. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I'll, I will say and we have fired Alexi Lawless. <laughs> I, I got one rant though about how like the World Cup has this crazy microscope on it. Like, let's imagine for a second, which is very plausible, that Iran put a goal in the back of the net when they were just pummeling our souls for 25 minutes at the at, at the end of the game. Then it's a failure just by like by like what is it, a foot that they missed that one left, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the World Cup's a failure, and then you go. To Netherlands, if you don't give up that goal before halftime, like it might have been different. Christian Pulisic puts, puts the ball in the net five minutes in; it's different. Like soccer, soccer's crazy. Like anything it's can nuts. happen, and and like, in the World Cup, it's just microscopic details that that my my fucking coworker there. new to the game was. She was like, "So what's the deal?" She was like, "What's the deal with the World Cup?" I was like, "You've got the best in the world." All it takes is one person fucking up. It's a team sport that if you mess up yourself, you let that whole fucking team down. Yeah. Like one tiny mistake. Like Walker Walker Zimmerman cutting down the field doesn't cover that backdoor man. Wide open man, ball, goal. They just got so complacent. Look at the fucking France game. Killing Mbappe gets that ball. He stops dead in the fucking 18 yard box and stares his defender down and his defender doesn't move and he rocks it past him. He absolutely waffle stomped that shit into the back of the net. Yeah. It's like, crazy stuff. It's crazy. The one, the, the singular performances within the world cup are unreal. The fucking Moroccan goalkeeper. Unreal. Recalls his goals. Unreal. Like mm-hmm. that that's that's his win. The mm-hmm. 90 minutes that happened before, the 120 minutes that happened before, it doesn't matter. For those four shots, he was the king. Yeah. It's nuts. Awesome. I forget how awesome it is every like I forget every fucking time. Yeah. Then the first game happens, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" It all comes rushing back every every but World Cup. Yeah, I get sad when it goes away. When we lose, I was affected all day Saturday, which I like. I'm not usually that bad with sports, but it affects my whole day. My my wife during the Iran game was like, "Oh, so you're like, or no, through the for the England game was like, oh, so like this is like a big deal," and I was like. Yeah, well, we haven't been together since the U.S. was in a cup, so she's never experienced me like going into this mode where like if they win, I'm elated, and if they lose, I'm shut down. And like she was like, "Oh shit," because we were like out shopping, and I was like, 30 minutes. If we're not fucking home, it's World Cup. I'm I'm, I'm leaving you. Gotta watch <laughs> then. Yeah, we can. I don't care that we spent 50 grand on this wedding. I'll I'll end it. But uh, my. My rant is to build off of uh, Kalen's, and it's going to be quick. Um, Fox Sports, shit. Also, the second the game ended, they tweeted, at least we have 2023. 
and posted a picture of the women's game. I get it. You're a U.S. sports outlet, but at least like there's still weeks of incredible soccer. Yeah, like this is not just our game. Like, when are we as a country and as news outlets going to get it through our fucking thick ass skulls that it's not just us? Like, it blows my mind. Like, everyone, people are so fucking happy to watch whatever team they see on TV, other than Portugal. Fuck Portugal. I told one of my one of my students was like, "Are we gonna watch all the games as long as it's not Portugal?" And he was like, "Wait, why not Portugal?" And I was like, "Do some research." I'm gonna I'm have gonna, a room right full. There. I'm gonna have a room full of Jakes. <laughs>